When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you have something like coronavirus, which is a respiratory virus, and it spreads quickly from person to person, especially in close settings... You can imagine what a setup a jail system faces. It was very clear from the start of the pandemic that the New York City jail system needed to be a focus of uh, public health efforts to contain and prevent the really tragic potential outcomes. Public health experts widely agree that people who live in correctional facilities run a higher risk of contracting and dying from the virus. That's why advocates argue they should get priority for COVID-19 vaccines. But as states expand access to the vaccine, many people who are incarcerated around the country still haven't been able to get a shot. So today, we're gonna hear from a doctor about the struggle to vaccinate the incarcerated and why it's dangerous to exclude this high-risk population from the vaccine rollouts. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. Nationwide, by the week of April 20th, 25% of people who are incarcerated have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to data now collected by the Marshall Project and the Associated Press. The New York City system was the first jail system in the state of New York that we're aware of to start vaccinating patients in our population. That's Dr. Zachary Rossner. He's the chief of medicine with the New York City Correctional Health Services. When vaccines first became available to frontline workers, healthcare workers, and to patients who were older or had significant comorbidities, we were able to start around exactly the same time and start getting vaccination in those populations. Dr. Rossner works at Rikers Island, a correctional facility located on an island in New York City's East River. His team handles medical care for people currently held at Rikers and other city-run correctional facilities. One thing that's important to note when thinking about jail populations is the short-term nature of jail. So while an average day there might be 5,800 people in a jail system, there are a lot of people who come in for very short stays while their cases or while they're getting bailed together. And the number of people that a jail system ends up touching over the course of a year can be much more than, than what's represented by the average daily population. Correctional facilities are hotbeds for the spread of COVID-19, because of the cramped quarters that often make it difficult to physically distance, and also high rates of people with pre-existing respiratory and cardiac conditions. And outbreaks aren't just concerning for those inside. Every day, many people, like visitors and guards, come and go from correctional facilities, and so the virus poses a threat to nearby communities. That's why Dr. Rossner says it's important to vaccinate those who are incarcerated. There are a lot of vulnerable patients in correctional settings, um, who are there for relatively minor reasons, and they're going to be back in the community. They deserve as much pre protection as anyone else with their vulnerabilities would get. Prisons are also known to have an aging population overall. So there are, you know, we unfortunately have seen numerous outbreaks of 
coronavirus in prison systems that held older people and had really high death rates, unfortunately, from those outbreaks. It's a congregate setting where, because people are so close together, the virus just spreads extremely quickly. And we need really every tool in the toolbox um, that's available to protect patients. So far at Rikers, more than 1,400 people who are incarcerated have received both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to New York City's Correctional Health Services. But Rikers is only one of about 50 correctional facilities in New York State. And each state has its own approach to vaccinating people who are incarcerated. Last month, a judge ruled that New York must immediately begin to offer COVID-19 vaccines to all people who are incarcerated in the state's jails and the prisons. I think that many states faced a lot of pressure against offering vaccines to people who are in custody, um, largely for political reasons and not because of public health reasons. It meant that many states made the decision to wait on making patients in correctional settings eligible for vaccination. Some places made a public health argument that vaccine could be provided to the most vulnerable people and that would mitigate the worst of the risk. It created really... I think for many other systems, insurmountable barriers to actually getting vaccines to people, but also just purely very complicated barriers to getting the vaccine and undermined really the public health goals and the community protections that are needed by wider vaccination in correctional settings. I think it's important to know that vaccinating people who are incarcerated is key to fighting COVID-19 outbreaks inside and outside correctional facility walls. Not every state is doing this. Not every state is vaccinating people in prisons and jails. But there is some good news. By mid-May, everyone in federal correctional facilities will have the opportunity to be vaccinated. That's according to the Federal Bureau of Prisons. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We all do things our own way, and since the way that each of us sleeps is unique, you need a bed that fits you just the right way. Sleep Number smart beds make your sleep experience as individual as you are, using cutting-edge technology to give you effortless, high-quality sleep every night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $15.99. Save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.